0: to DVTI, um, the audio version of our newsletter for Sugar Creek Wealth and Gerald And basically, if you're listening to this podcast, it basically means that you perhaps prefer not to read our traditional written or printed newsletter and prefer the audio version. And as you know, DVTI is really talking about wealth, wealth in terms of how you can create generational wealth and also just understand your position in terms of your financial situation and things you can do to change Um, your situation if you want to improve or investment decisions you might want to be taking for the near future for yourself or for your family now the talk of november has really been all around black friday and black november now traditionally black friday came from Um, the retail sector where many retailers would be struggling in in the month of november with december year ends and they would have clearance sales in november normally the last friday after thanksgiving and they would move their account positions from the red which is making a loss into the black so therefore black friday was born as a friday in which many retailers can actually move from a position of loss into a position of profit now this year has been a unique year because of the global pandemic and all the challenges which have faced most of us so how can you get by black friday this year because obviously with social media you cannot ignore it Um, with all the online sales you cannot avoid some of the temptation so here are my tips for surviving this november Now, remember, I'm speaking about those of us who sometimes suffer from the fear of missing out. If you really must participate in Black Friday specials and the online sales, try and stay away from items you haven't saved for. So if you haven't got it in your budget, if you haven't been preparing for these purchases for the whole year, I would say stay away from these Black Friday purchases and avoid speculative buying because in some years you get these excellent specials on gadgets which allow you to purchase and then sell these items shortly afterwards this year will be difficult to do that for the simple reason that many people are low on cash so be aware that it might not be so easy to do speculative buying this year and also be aware that when november comes around a lot of retailers are actually destocking. So by destocking, they're getting rid of stock which either is about to become obsolete or items and models which are about to be replaced. Often, items you buy on Black Friday simply lose value because new items or new models are introduced in the new year of January. Also remember that because of the global supply chains being constrained this year due to the global COVID pandemic, For six months many retailers could not import goods so you'll probably find that this year in terms of variety there probably is not as much opportunity for you to buy um, the gadgets and the trinkets um, which you would like to perhaps stock up on for the year ahead Continue to discuss Black Friday. I would definitely also say that try and be sensitive this year when you go out shopping. A lot of people have lost jobs, others have had their income reduced. So, where possible, when you get those, buy one free, get one, or rather, buy one, get one free. Try and think of those who are less fortunate if you can, especially in the groceries and FMCG's. Maybe get a trolley or some extra items for those who are less fortunate. Maybe even in your family or even strangers and give out. And where possible, if you are really struggling with the fear of missing out, stick to your normally normal grocery list because there definitely are bargains out there to be found just by going out and doing your normal monthly shopping. So remember that you know there's also things like children's stationery and children's uniforms which you will need in the new year and basically you would be in a position where you would buy these items in pre- in preparation for the year ahead The other topic which we're covering in our newsletter is really something which more and more people are starting to consider. Um, We've just had the latest political fallouts with all the corruption arrests and things going on in South Africa and we've just come through the COVID-19 crisis and we're still living through that and also you've had the credit rating downgrades where you know, South Africa's credit rating has been downgraded even further. And many people are now considering the safety net of residency or citizenship abroad for the simple reason that if credit downgrades continue to occur, you will find the country might enter into a position where, you know, the rant will lose value and people are considering their children and their futures because passport investment programs or the buying of citizenship is often something which people do consider, and for the the appeal of these programs for South Africans is, is clear. Um, it's a way of offshore hedging in terms of safeguarding and growing wealth outside of South Africa. It's a safety net that also a second residency or citizenship can give you, in terms of having a home abroad with a different passport which can allow you to access different opportunities and maybe even education opportunities for your children that are better now many families are buying into these programs to provide for their children with international uh, opportunities to study and also the convenience of these programs is that these programs sometimes give you access to passports which you know you can travel the the world over um, on passports without needing visas without needing to go through the cumbersome process of um getting access to different countries and sometimes we all know this is difficult um, with a south african passport so there are different territories and different markets which offer these kinds of opportunities so for example um five hundred thousand dollar investment will get you a Mauritius citizenship and there's and this will allow you to then get a passport which allows you to travel into Europe and the UK and many, many other countries um, without the need for you to actually go through the cumbersome visa process. You also get you know access to europe by buying into um, citizenship or residency programs in european territories and for example three hundred thousand euros will get you cyprus and um, a cyprus residency will give you um, the opportunity for your children and your family members and children under 25 to get cypriot um, citizenship which allows you to actually now have um, an eu passport Greece is another EU territory which allows you for 250,000 euros an in investment can be made into Greece into a property and it will allow your spouse and children under 21 to get ciz- citizenship after seven years of physical resi- residency. So these are some of the opportunities which people do take up in order to, uh, to get these passports which can be useful in the long run. Now, Europe is not the only place which you can actually desire to get a residency. I mean, um, other European territories, which we won't necessarily go into detail, you can look at Malta, you can look at Portugal, they also offer... So residency via passports and the nice thing about these territories again is the eu passport but you can also look at the caribbean islands and the caribbean islands have grown in popularity and appeal simply because they offer a great retirement um destination as well as visa free access to schengen countries um because most of these are english-speaking countries which are ex-commonwealth nations, which means you also get your visa-free travel to the United Kingdom. And these passports, you know, they will not allow you the right to live in the UK or Europe, but it gives you easy access to um, the Europe and the United Kingdom. So you've got Antigua and Barbuda, Bab- Bab- and... You know, two hundred and fifty thousand investment dollars investment into those islands will get you a passport. Uh, The Commonwealth of Dominica and the Commonwealth of Dominica is is one hundred thousand dollars only. And that's quite affordable for 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 most people to uh, get access into that lifestyle of not only having a second home, but also being able to start looking at um, residency in in the Caribbean. Grenada, which is dubbed the Spice Island, offers an attractive citizenship program and is the only Caribbean country which gives you access, um, visa-free access to China. So we also know how important the Chinese economy is. And if you've traveled to China, we also know how difficult it is to get a visa into China. So for $350,000 into a government approved real estate development or simply a $200,000 non refundable contribution into um, a fund will allow you citizenship in just three to four months Saint Kitts and nevis were the first island to offer a cbi program and obviously again this island offers you the same benefits of being able to to access these um Ca- caribbean islands citizenship and the nice thing about a lot of these citizenships is that once you have got the residency or the passport, you can simply disinvest and take the money elsewhere. So there's not even a, a restriction which says the money must stay uh, in those particular um, islands. And the latest an entry to the Caribbean Island um, Residency and Citizenship Program is the island of St. Lucia. And um, St. Lucia has a speedy, Three month processing time and it offers four investment options with an economic donation of 200,000 or a property purchase of 300,000. And applic- applicants need to have a minimum net worth of $3 million. So you need to have a minimum net worth of $3 million and well, you get citizenship and you can basically um, access the EU and travel into the Schengen zone freely. And also, you have the right of residency in in some of the european countries which gives access to your children for 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 those education opportunities now before you do start considering making that final decision on whether you want to emigrate um you need to realize that there are potential implications with regards to your south african citizenship you need to register your dual citizenship or decision with home affairs you need to also make uh, the south african revenue service aware of your decision and this will obviously have tax implications but also you know the new SARS rules mean that south africans are taxed globally so you can't actually escape sars even if you take up um, residency in another country unless you completely renounce your south african citizenship and there's also additional costs and uh, there will be implications on things like your retirement savings now retirement savings and retirement annuities can normally be transferred to another country only in the event of emigration. that's one of the few instances when it is allowed so yes we did discuss today black friday need to spot those good deals Be safe when you're shopping online. And remember that you must also read the returns policies um, for your protection in case you get things don't that don't look as good as they look on a website. And that's one of the dangers, obviously, of when you do shop online. And finally, during the festive season, um, try and have money discussions with your families. Um, Try and understand how you can create wealth as a family, maybe a family stock fell or savings club. Um, have an African wealth debate in terms of what's the best way to create wealth and try and create opportunities for yourselves um, in 2021 that you can have a better year and basically continue to st- create that generational wealth. From me, Gerald mondiambira it's at at askgeraldcfp at askgeraldcfp or askgerald.co.za is the website keep in touch and yes i hope you enjoyed the second uh, edition of our newsletter dvti wealth let's keep creating that new wealth